All right, everybody, another week is upon us. Welcome to everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is Just Okay. I'm your host, Nick Rose. I'm your co-host, Paul Rose. And together we are Wild Stallion. No? No, wait. All right, hit the theme. buddy and just like a bad egg salad sandwich we're back (laughs) how you doing dude great how are you doing good i'm tired i've had a long week same same are you still doing your cmas testing yeah talk to me uh this week it's on math Mm -hmm. so uh math isn't my best subject Mm -hmm. and uh, we're doing like uh decimal dividing fractions i I forget what it's called. Yeah. Math was never my big subject either. I was really terrible at math. Still am, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I can add and subtract. That's about it. (laughs) And you know what's great is when I was a kid, they always told us that um, you always had to show your work because it's not like you're going to carry a calculator around in your pocket for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Little did they know, cell phones didn't exist at that time. So, joke's on them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else is new, man? How you been? Nothing else is new. Nothing else is new? How was your Easter? Oh, uh, Easter was really good. Yeah? Uh, it was really cool when I found that golden egg in the backyard without even trying. Oh, man. Yeah, so the Easter Bunny hid stuff in the backyard for, like, the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you and your sister had a heyday with it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. You couldn't even find that golden egg. And you found it by accident. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about later on in the day? Uh, we went to, uh... You went to your aunt's house, and yeah. we had Easter there with all your cousins and stuff? Yeah. One thing I thought was cool, we've never done before, is we had the adult Easter egg hunt, which is what uh, your mom and your auntie came up with. Yeah. Uh, where we would hide the eggs with numbers in them, and then the numbers would correspond to prizes at the end that we had we had set up so everybody could win a prize. Yeah. And I and I want to say this on the air here with everyone listening, you betrayed me that day. And and you you did something pretty unforgivable <laughs> in my book. Yeah, you you betrayed me and I even said it. I said, "Where's where's Paul? We need to have a talk." No. Yeah, cuz cuz um we had a golden egg too. Yeah. And the thing with the golden egg is that everybody that wanted to participate put some money inside the egg. Yeah. There was a lot of money in that egg. Uh, I accidentally spilled it, and I counted. It was like $30. That was it? There were, there had to have been more than that. Okay. I thought it was like 50 Oh, uh, there was change, so that might have counted. Oh, I put a 20 in there. Whoa. Yeah, because I was determined to find it. <laughs> I hit it. You hit it, and then your aunt was like, where's the golden egg? And you said, oh, it's right over here, and you handed it to her. Yeah, I couldn't say no to my family member. Yeah, yeah, you could. No, that would be rude because they're older than me. Doesn't matter. You cheated. You taught me it, respect. It, yeah, and you didn't respect me because you didn't give me the egg is what I'm saying. You never asked. I didn't know where you were. I would have asked. <laughs> I didn't know that was part of the rules. I thought that was cheating. Well, I couldn't say no to an older family member. Uh, that don't be let her rude. hear you saying she's old because she'll kick your butt. Well, she's older than me. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. She's younger than me. What does yeah. that make me? Ancient. <laughs> You're a legend, Harry. Yeah, dude. So, um, um, what else, man? Any, you, you see anything good lately or watch anything good? Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I don't either. It's been, it's been a, a big week. Um, I don't know. It's been, it's been busy. It's been crazy. I, I've been all alone at work lately. Yeah. Um, today really kicked my butt cause I'm usually off mm-hmm. and I picked up a shift cause they were so short staffed and I regret it because it's like nobody works. And so it was insane. 
Yeah. So that's all I can think about. Um, I watched Batman again, the Ooh. new one, because it's on HBO now. Nice. Yes, we were up to like midnight. Me and your mom were watching that, and I'm getting her to watch the new season of Dexter. Nice. Yeah, because um, I don't know. Dexter is a great show. I loved it. It ran for eight seasons. Um, he's he works for the the Miami Metro police department he's a blood spatter analyst forensics yeah. he's like almost like a police officer okay. deals with crimes and stuff but at night he hunts down and murders uh criminals Ooh, he's crazy. a serial killer but he only kills people that deserve it but he doesn't like for good it it's like murderous batman yeah he's a lot like batman in nice. a way and uh people were really disappointed in the way that the show ended it had a terrible ending yeah and that was, man, almost 10 years ago. Hmm. And they brought it back to kind of rectify it and redo the ending. Nice. And they brought it justice, man. And I watched it right when it came out. And I was so excited about it. And uh, I've been getting your mom to watch it with me. We got four episodes left. And it's so, exciting. So it's good? Uh, Yeah, it's really good. Nice. I've seen the whole series of Dexter like three times. <laughs> and then this is my second time watching the new season. So I won't spoil cool. it. It's just, it was good. Yeah. And he was actually in town uh, a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to meet him. Uh, Michael C. Hall, the guy that plays Dexter. Why didn't you meet him? Because I was hanging out with you. <laughs> no, I had to work, and then we came home late that night. I had to make dinner. He has a band, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's the lead singer in a band called uh, Princess Goes to the Butterfly Museum. <laughs> nice. That's the name of the band. Um, and they were in town, and I wanted to go down and meet him, but I didn't get the chance to. I've been kicking myself on that. But. Um, other than that, dude, I watched Batman again, like I said. Yes. Um, I was looking at it on the TV, and I was like, man, maybe I'll start this again tonight, because it is good. I want to watch it with you. Yeah, it's good. It's long. Like I said last week, it's like three hours long. Mm. But it is so good for a Batman movie. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I Last episode, I told you I was going to maybe start Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I finished it in like three days. Cool. So good. They left it on such a huge cliffhanger. And I won't bore you with all the Marvel stuff today, <laughs> but let's just say there's a lot of good stuff coming. Okay. Okay. You read any good books lately? Um, I'm reading the My Hero Academia manga. Ooh. Oh, that's right. What number are you on? Uh, I'm on book number four. Wait, reading it over? Yeah. You have like 30 of them, right? Haven't you read them all? Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Like, where are you, where are you at in the progression of it? Oh, uh, I finished it. Dude, you're crazy. Thanks. I love it. Um, well, I guess that's it, right? We don't have any more rants and raves? Nope. Nothing new, right? Mm-mm. We, uh, we played Mario Kart the other night. Ooh, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I got a new favorite character. Yeah, your, your cheater boy? I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Ink boy? Yep. Yeah. He's not a cheater. Cheat. Okay. Okay. So here's the deal. We played 12 races last night. Yeah. Out of 12 races, I think I beat you once. Mm-hmm. So how is it that you can win so many times and not cheat? I've been practicing. Yeah. You practice a little too much. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. You're the best. Okay. Um, let's see. So today, man. Okay. So there is 11 days left. Until a certain someone's birthday. Yeah! He's talking about me! <laughs> How old are you going to be? Eleven. Eleven. That's crazy. You excited? Yeah. What are we going to do for your birthday? What do you want for your birthday? There's not much I want other than Pokemon cards. Ah, yeah. Pokemon. Yes, sir. Those are my favorite, too. And they're hard to come by these days. Unless you go to the specialty stores. Yeah. Which a lot of times we don't have time to do. Yeah, uh, sometimes they're a long drive away, or and uh, they cost too much money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like level seven, that's like five dollars a pack. Oh, I know, but they have the. Uh, what's their special that they have? It's like five for twenty, or like oh, that's not a good deal. Is not like, like five for ten. Five for ten. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Either way, that sounds like a good deal. Well, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, level seven's is cool, like gaming place. Yeah, um, I dig it. Nice. Yeah, that's like my new hangout place. That'd be, that'd be awesome to go there like every single day. No, and then you'd get tired of it, and it wouldn't be special anymore. Uh, 
today I worked for mom and earned some money. You did? So we could go to level seven later. Oh, well, you have a birthday coming up, so no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, with all that, man, should we get into our um, our top list this week? Sure. Okay, because um, we, we don't... I don't know. Uh, I'm going to... Hold on a second here. We're going to pause... Just so I can edit this out, I need to adjust my microphone. Do you need to adjust your microphone? Yes, please. Okay, I can edit it out. Talk into the mic because you're not even making sound. to. I have to fix that every time, okay? Okay. Okay. And unpause. All right. So anyway, this week, um, I know you had wanted to talk about something different than what we were talking about. Sorry. Yeah. but because of reasons going on in the world and stuff, I don't want to talk about paranormal things um, yeah. about a country that's kind of at war right now. So, And I don't want to date the podcast either. That's what we kind of <laughs> want it to be timeless almost, you know. Yes. So anyway, we, uh, you and I came up with another thing that I thought was even more interesting. Mm-hmm. This is top 10 creepiest doll and statue havens. Yes. Because there's nothing creepier than dolls, right? Mm-hmm. Creepy dolls, creepy kids. Creepy clouds. Shit. Yes. Um, my uncle has this uh, game called Don't Play With Dolls. What? Oh my god, it is so scary. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Is that like a like a goat simulator game or what? No, it's a horror game. Interesting. Okay. I love horror stuff. I don't know many horror games. Yeah. I remember the old Resident Evil. Ooh. I used to play that as a kid. Isn't that one like uh, 8-bit? No, it's not 8-bit, dude. At the time, it was state-of-the-art graphics for the PlayStation. Ooh. But um, I even had the director's cut, which was the the more gory, scary version of the game. Cool. And dude, when I was in school, we would dare each other. Like, oh, I dare you to play Resident Evil tonight alone with the lights off. Or, mm. you know. Now, that's to you, that's lame. Yeah. And you do the same thing with Five Nights at Freddy's. It's yeah. weird how things have progressed, but at the same yeah. time. like, so I don't know. I don't play a lot of horror games. I wish I did. I should look into that more. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of Mario lately. Yeah. Mario's I, awesome. I love Mario. I love other games, too. Like, you, you know, your mom and I play Assassin's Creed. And, yeah. like, like, we're killer at, at COD, you know. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead's cool. Call of Duty is my jam. Um, nice. Fortnite. You know, not Fortnite. Fortnite's awesome. Whatever. Fortnite's lame. You're lame. I know I am. I'm sorry. You know what? Let me tell you this. Fortnite's not lame. I just, I just, I'm not good at it. That's why I don't like it. I'm better at Call of Duty. Yeah. That's my game. Nice. Fortnite is made for for your generation. Yeah. You're great at it. I I was watching you play earlier. (laughs) I don't understand how you do what you do. Nice. Um, anyway, though, uh, let's, I got sidetracked there. Let's get into our, uh, top 10, will you? Yeah. All right. So all of our, uh, all of our episodes that we've done so far have been called from a from list first. Okay. So I got to give that credit so that um, they don't come looking knocking on our door to sue me. <laughs> no one's home. Give me a season. Yeah, exactly. You want to hear the perfect knock knock joke? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you tell me. Okay. Knock knock. Wait, I don't have a good one. No, you, you just you, you you're me. Okay, so so knock knock. That's what you say. Okay. Knock knock. Okay, are you going to say Yeah, you see what I did? Nobody's home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's the best, right? Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. I'm, I'm sidetracked, but I love doing this with you. I'm having fun with you. <laughs> Me too. Dolls, figurines, or puppets have fascinated humans for millennia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our minds can conjure them up into anything, just like our hands can fashion them out of anything. Mm-hmm. And for some, this imaginary manifestation has become a legitimate fear. Uh, experts refer to it as autonom. Uh, okay, here's a long word. Okay. Automatona phobia. Ooh. I don't know if that's right. Oh yeah. I said it. Yeah. Um, I've learned about it. Uh, a bunch of different phobias. Yeah. Like arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. There's one for clowns. I forgot what it was called. Claustrophobia. So phobia is technically like a fear. Is claustrophobia is when you're scared of Santa Claus? <laughs> I, saw no. that in, I saw that in spongebob once no <laughs> so automatonophobia which is a fear of objects possessing humanoid fe- features 
Mm. Like uh, mannequins and stuff. Like Barbies. And yeah, there's a whole like conspiracy theory about that too, which um, I don't really understand the the basis of it. But yeah. anyway, while they f- why why they frighten us is anyone's guess, right? Yeah. And suggestions range from evolutionary, which is our primordial instinct to recognize and react to faces, to socially reinforced through movies and media. Regardless, it's fair to assume that dolls without dolls without meaning to mean a lot. Ooh. So, here's a list um, of dolls, sculpture, and puppet, puppet sanctuaries from around the globe that are known to send visitors' instincts into a tailspin. Okay. Um, and although this list is not exhaustive, it's a creepy start. And many of these are open to the public, so you can actually go and uh, take a tour and all this stuff. And with that, before I get into it, dude, we didn't talk about um, where we went the other night. Oh my god, it was so cool and creepy. Yeah. Um, what was it called? <laughs> it's called creepy. What was it? <laughs> it was the haunted orphanage in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, we're gonna make a whole episode on on haunted places like that. But yeah. Um. So apparently. And I'll just give a gist of it. We'll save it for another episode. But yeah. we checked out this um, haunted orphanage. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, I guess there was a fire on the top floor years ago, and some kids didn't make it out alive. Yeah. And so when you go, I mean, it's still an open orphanage. There's still kids living there, but, you know, there's sightings and voices and stuff. They can hear the crying kids at night and everything. What I thought was really cool about this and uh, I should leave it up to you. You are the one that had the camera in the backseat of the car. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Oh, my God. We caught, like, three things, which is more than we usually catch <laughs> on camera. Um, so we caught, like, a red orb mm-hmm. uh, outside on our first picture. Mm-hmm. Then on the later ones, we caught, like, two blue orbs. And I thought that that was pretty creepy. It was like almost like a turquoise one, right? Yeah. Yeah. We haven't really figured out what those were yet or what they mean, but they're not in every photo. You took yeah. a bunch of pictures, and it's like they're moving across the, the photos. I thought those were really cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to take those out of your mom's phone and see if we can upload them or something. Yes. That was pretty neat. I also caught one of a girl staring at me through the window. Um, maybe it was like a human girl from the orphanage, but... She could have been watching you going, why are you taking pictures of our building? (laughs) Freak. (laughs) All right, buddy. Uh, Number 10 on our list is the Island of the Dolls, and it's in Mexico. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah? So uh, squeezed between the channels of, uh, I am, I'm terrible at pronouncing words here. So, uh, you know that? Xochimilco? Xochimilco? That sounds good to me. Uh, South of Mexico's capital is a patch of farmland that has sowed its name in the ghostly legends. Known locally as Isla de las Monecas, Island of the Dolls. Yeah. Uh, it's sprout to notoriety is disturbing and tragic. And it all began in 1950 when a man named Julian Barrera left his wife and young daughter to live as a recluse on the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, while there, Julian came across the body of an unknown young girl floating in the canal. Also floating in the water was a doll that Julian assumed belonged to the girl, which he hung from a nearby tree. Again, last week with the bunny man, he was hanging dolls and kids from trees. Yeah. This dude finds a doll and decides to hang it from a tree. I, I don't get that. If I see a doll in the gutter, I'm leaving it. Or sweeping it off to the neighbor. Let it be his problem. <laughs> Everything else is the neighbor's problem. Right. So, anyway, uh, numerous versions abound of what prompted Julian to perform this peculiar ritual, but everyone agrees that he never stopped. Hmm. Uh, Following the incident, he was seen obsessively scouring the canals and and trash heaps for discarded dolls until his bizarre collection grew from one to hundreds. I know. Julian hung his cherished assemblage across the island in whatever condition he'd found them in, and as a result, many are visibly damaged, missing a head or a limb, due to uh, some without an eye or two altogether, and uh, furthermore, due to exposure, the dolls have become more decrepit, amplifying their spine-chilling aura. Unsurprisingly, visitors to the island often report paranormal activity, and some claim if you listen closely, you can hear the dolls whisper to each other. I've seen the documentary Toy Story, and I know 
that they're talking when you're not in the room. Toy Story is scary. Uh, I, yeah, for Sid. <laughs> not for Andy. That kid was cool. Oh, um, uh, there's this video I watched uh, last night. Uh, there's this, uh, you know how you watch the TLDW that uh-huh. too long didn't watch? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's videos just like that. It's uh, like his, he, or or hi she. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really funny. <coughs> uh, they just make fun of movies and um, I don't know. It's just, just really funny. That is funny. I have to check that out, dude. Um, in 2001, Julian's body was discovered in the canal. The official cause of death was a heart attack, although legend insists that Julian was found at the exact spot where he had found the girl's body. Ooh. Think she came for him? Mm-hmm. She gave him my stuff back? This doesn't belong <laughs> to you? Weirdo. Hang you from a tree? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Number nine on our list is uh, Stare into the History of Dummies, USA. Ooh. I know. Belly speakers. That is what the ancient Romans called ventriloquists. Like us, their ability to appear to have voices emanating from inside their stomachs fascinated them. And however, unlike us, the ancients believed the voices belonged to the dead, who had taken residence in the ventriloquist's gut to communicate with the living. Ooh. Like a Ouija board. Yeah. Or Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Or the squeegee board. There you go. Therefore, ventriloquism served the channel to channel the world of the dead. And this was their status until the rise of Christianity when it was deemed witchcraft and outlawed. And it was only during the 18th century that it evolved from its haunting origins to the comedic form that we know today. Ugh. I know. The Vent Haven Museum in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky is the only place in the world where this turbulent history of ventriloquism is displayed. Ooh. William Shakespeare Berger founded the museum in 1973, and it houses all things ventriloquist sourced from around the world. Ooh. Uh, it is uh, the permanent home for authentic dummies, dummies used by icons like Jeff Dunham, Jay Johnson, and Willie Tyler. And it also has replicas of other luminaries such as Edgar Bergen, Sherry Lewis, and Bozo the Clown. Ooh. Yeah, puppet depictions of U.S. presidents ranging from Richard Nixon to George W. Bush also feature in the collection, and the museum has around 900 dummies in total. Ooh. If having glassy eyes following you around isn't daunting, Van Haven has seasonal openings each year where customers can adopt a dummy for $50. Nope. Yeah. Who would pay $50 to get haunted? Well, the, the thing is, you only get it for a year, and then you have to give it back. But still, who would pay money? Who would pay a bunch of money to rent a haunting thing? People who have never seen the movie Dead Silence. <laughs> you remember that one? No. When the old creepy lady turns herself into the doll? Yes! Dude, I remember that one. That was weird. Yeah. All right, number eight an abandoned park of statues in Japan. The hidden village of statues in Japan's Toyoma performed prefecture is a perfect example of how a thoughtful idea can backfire eerily back in 1989 Matsuo Furukawa set out to create a serene park where people could meditate and unwind away from the bustle of modern day Japan besides trees and flowers his park would feature life-size busts of people he commissioned over 800 of them in the likeness of his friends family and co-workers others depict local legends historical figures and buddhist icons Furukawa's dream came true for a time. After he died in 2012, the park fell into disrepair and was consumed by vegetation. Oh, Vines growing everywhere. Scary. I know. Then in 2016, its rediscovery by a local photographer sparked tourist attention for reasons that are the exact opposite of what he intended. Now run by volunteers, it has been dubbed Furiai Sekibutsu in no seto which translates to village where you can meet buddhist statues locals avoid it because they believe the sculptures come to life at night Ugh. like gargoyles scary it is pretty scary dude. maybe like gnomes or... gnomes murder other gnomes at night mm-hmm. or what true. about stat like golem statues <laughs> that's true those are That'd real be cool. yeah um <clears throat> meanwhile thousands of visitors <laughs> Let's try that again. (laughs) Meanwhile, thousands of visitors throng to the grounds each year, and many describe the experience as feeling like you've wandered into a forbidden zone. Ooh. 
out of bounds, right? Uh, curiously, during a full moon, the shadows cast by the statues create the impression that you are being followed. Oh, that's I feel scary. That. I feel that. Uh, for the time being, it's fair to say that the only statues can unwind calmly. Only the statues can unwind calmly after a long day's work in this park. Ooh. Can you imagine never being able to unwind after a long day? That's torture, man. Yeah. Torture. Uh, number seven, another abandoned park of statues in Italy. Okay. Okay. In 1547, following a series of tragic events in his personal life that culminated in the death of his wife, Prince Pier Francesco Orsini commissioned a creation of wonder to channel his grief. The result was that of the Bomarzo Gardens in Italy. Ooh. Yeah, this woodland enclave located near uh, Viterbo and designed by Piero Ligorio. Write that down. Was initially called the Sacred Grove, but later locals renamed it Monsters Grove. For generations, visitors have been stunned by the numerous larger-than-life sculptures that adorn these otherwise lonely woods. And among them are an elephant mauling a Roman legionnaire, a giant tearing another in half, and the showstopper, a colossal screaming head of Orcus, the deity of the underworld in Roman mythology. That's him, dude. Whoa, that's scary. I know. Yeah, he's pretty creepy looking. Uh, the Park of the Monsters has influenced several works, most notably Salvador Dali's The Temptation of St. Anthony, and others including the poet André Pierre de Mandiagues, I butchered that one, <laughs> have written essays about it. Um, so after a brief period of abandonment, the sculptures recaptured the world's attention when, in the 1950s, Dali documented a short film about the park, and the result was a restoration program that converted it to the popular destination it is today. Hmm. Still weird and still creepy to me. Yep. But yeah, what do you, what can you do, right? <clears throat> this one's for you, and oh dude, I saw a documentary about this one years ago. Number six. Yeah. Spend a night with clowns. USA. Oh no. Yeah. Your favorite. <laughs> Bozo. Blinky. Crusty. <laughs> Crusty's cool. Pennywise. Cursed motels along with evil clowns and haunted graveyards are recurring themes in horror films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it should come as no surprise that blending this trio is not from the faint of heart. Enter Topin- Tunup- Tunopa's Clown Motel in Nevada. Uh, I watched an episode of Paranormal Caught on Camera about this. Yeah, me too. Maybe that's the one I saw. Yeah. Uh, nicknamed America's Scariest Motel, it was built in 1985 as a memorial to Clarence David, a self-described clown enthusiast. It, okay, hold on. If you're if your like lifelong thing is that you're a clown enthusiast, yeah, there's something wrong with you, right? Yeah, <clears throat> there's something wrong with clowns. I they're unsettling. Yeah. And I know that you want to do a couple clown episodes. Yeah, because they're scary. Yeah, they're scary. You know who's not scary? Who? Kiss. <laughs> they wear makeup and they make it look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched this video on YouTube mm-hmm. called 15 Creepiest Clown Sightings. Yeah. Oh my god, you're going to have to watch that one. Okay. That is so scary. Like, there's these, there's this couple driving through, uh, what, what? Wyoming, uh-huh. I believe, uh, and they were driving next to the fields, and then a, cl- a clown came out and then started looking at him. Then they started screaming at him to get out of the road, and then he walked uh, into the fields and then came out with a chainsaw and started uh, chasing them with a chainsaw, and they jumped onto the car. And, oh, never mind. Just, sorry, sidetracked. Dude, sidetracked, man. That's spooky. Yeah. Wow. You're going to have to watch that. I, that sounds interesting. Um, well, these ones, it says, um, the owners guarantee that a few of these prospective roommates are actually happy clowns. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's home to over 2,000 clowns from around, around the world, which is intended to give you the jitters, the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> happy clown, happy clown, happy clown, happy clown. No, that's creepy. I'm making that my ringtone. <laughs> The Clown Motel also sits next to the old Top Top Tenop. Let me see. Uh, oh, Tenopa. Thank you, sir. I've never had problems with words before, but I think sometimes my my brain works faster than my lips. Yeah. T- 
Tenopa. Tenopa? Cemetery. Which adds to the ambience. Uh, Clarence, whose work inspired the motel, is buried here, as many of the miners who perished in the Tenopa Belmont fire... Uh, disaster in 1911. Combined with the graveyard's long-standing ghostly allegations of its own, it's no surprise that reports of paranormal activity are uh, there, you know? And among them is one's famous local joker who continues to play pranks on the unsuspecting from beyond the grave. Oh. We cannot vouch for the existence of happy clowns in case you happen to spend the night at the clown motel. As for guests, their misty reputation for veracity still eludes us. Uh, would you want to stay at the clown hotel? Nope. Good man, me neither. You know, I've been freaked out of clowns ever since I was a kid. <laughs> I saw this movie once. What? It's called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, you showed that one to me. It was so cheesy. I know, but when I was four years old, yeah. and I'm walking through the... Okay, how many times a night do you get up because you need water? Like right, and I'm six? watching something weird on TV. Yeah. Yeah, when I was four years old, that happened to me. And Killer Clowns from Space was on TV. Yeah. And I saw the scene where he's like sucking his blood out through a straw and he's wrapped in cotton candy. Oh. And it terrified me of clowns for like the rest of my days until um, I tried to show you guys Killer Clowns from Outer Space and realized it is a stupid movie. It is. It's not scary. No, it's cheesy. It's cheesy. Um, <laughs> the strange thing is clowns were supposed to meant to like bring joy and stuff now it brings fear i mean they're they were supposed to like dress up and make up and get pied in the face and but for some reason they're supposed to bring joy but for some reason they don't that is true man clowns are creepy that's all i gotta say about that like minty number five abandoned dolls of chernobyl Ooh. ukraine uh, shortly after midnight on April 26, 1986, the nuclear power plant at Chernobyl in what was then the USSR fried itself into the world's most worst nuclear disaster. Um, as radioactive particles seeped into the air, Soviet authorities ordered immediate evacuations of all settlements near the facility. And the town of uh, Pripyat came under the zone. And as a result, it was closed to the public and designated a restricted area. Ooh. However, it is now teeming with disaster tourists. Um, following the hasty evacuation, a considerable chunk of it appears to have remained undisturbed, serving as a major lure for visitors. Abandoned dolls are a common sight among the rust and crumble. They're strewn about everywhere, some sleeping on hospital beds, some in parks wearing gas masks, while other appear to be hiding in schools. Scary. Uh-huh. And contrary to popular belief, most of these dolls aren't lying around where they were dropped in the ensuring evacuation. Uh, tourists have been known to move the dolls around and pose them for a perfect photograph, and some have even smuggled in their own. And we hope the likes were worth it, given that visitors are advised not to touch anything within the exclusion zone. People have been ruining stuff like technology the the better technology gets the dumber people get i think and people are always out trying to destroy things for the sake of a selfie gotta get your likes on instagram no yeah you leave it undisturbed uh number four a village resurrected back to life japan oh four i know a bunch of scary things happen in japan yeah Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, uh, Japan Boogeyman uh-huh. and a bunch of other <coughs> uh, strange cryptids. Oh, I saw this Paranormal Caught on Camera video mm-hmm. again. Uh, it's like, you know how uh, they have the, the weird uh, god people with, the, with, like, multiple arms and, like, sure. uh, the fat ladies um, with multiple arms? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, someone caught it. One of those things on camera. It was really? scary. Yeah. Oh, that is creepy. It like ducked behind a bush, and then when they went to go check it out, uh, nothing was there. Dude. Okay. Okay. So for once, you're actually spooking me this episode, huh? Yeah. I already dig it, man. Nice. All right. Japan's population is shrinking fast due to low fertility rates, and particularly hard hit in the crisis for rural areas where entire communities are abandoned in favor of the urban regions. And uh, Nagoro, a village nestled in the slopes of Mount Muin, Miyun, yeah, is one such community. Uh, once a bustling village, it is transformed into a ghost town. Ooh. And um, Su- Suki, 
Tsukimi Ayano's return to Nagaro in the early 2000s brought her face to face with this reality. As a young woman, Ayano had moved from Nagoro to Osaka, where she worked before returning to enjoy her retirement. And instead of familiar and friendly faces, she was greeted with a sea of emptiness. It was in this void that Ayano's vision for Nagaro's regeneration emerged. Life-size dolls. Uh, Ayano's dolls made of straw, newspaper, and wood are unlike any other, and they are meant to represent former residents who have either moved away or died. Each doll is meticulously crafted to mimic a specific facial expression, retain their own story or personality, and are usually dressed in clothes and accessories that once belonged to the person they represent. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Those must be some really big shirts and stuff. Right? Ayano's vision to repopulate Nagoro appears to have come true. The number of her new residents has surpassed that of humans by by tenfold. Aside from that, human activity has resumed in the village as well. Construction workers carrying out maintenance, commuters crowding at a bus stop, or students waiting for class to begin are just a few examples of people frozen in time in Nagoro. I think that's kind of sad. Yeah. Sad and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that scene in I Am Legend when he's talking to the mannequins and he's trying to get her to say hello. Yeah. Oh, dude, it gets me every time. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, the possum trot. Wait, what? In the USA. Ugh. Oh, I know, oh, dude. Oh, God, that looks so creepy. <laughs> oh. It's like that one ad with the doll singing. Oh, my God. It's so scary. Right? They kind of look like the little house on a prairie or uh Anyway, let's figure it out, man. Calvin Black met Ruby while working for a circus in Georgia, and the couple married in 1953. This is your backstory. That same year, they relocated to Yermo, California, hoping that a climate change would be good for Calvin's health. And to make ends meet in the heart of the Mojave Desert in California, the couple opened the Possum Trot, a refreshment stop along Highway 15. Visitors to the shop were met by various handmade art forms, including small-scale windmills, stagecoaches, trains, and over 80 handcrafted, nearly life-size dolls. Nope. 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 And what makes a person want to make dolls? That's what I want to know. If you're out there, let me know, because that is a that's a weird, weird obsession. Hey! I mean, everybody's got hobbies. Yeah, someone but... in this podcast might make dolls you don't want to feel him or her oh no 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 no! i'm not trying to insult anybody okay i just want to get their side of the story yeah yeah no no no. i'm I'm curious i'm not i'm not insulting at all okay yeah i didn't mean to say that you were no it's okay no judgment no no judgment i just don't understand the obsession with dolls actually that's a lie dude because if i had a 3d printer and that's what i want to do i would totally make action figures yeah. Not just like, oh, okay, cool, I got a Batman figure. No, I want to make action figures of like me and you and like everyone else I know. Oh my god, I, that it, would be awesome. Each one could come with like an accessory. Yeah. Dude, you and I could come with microphones and headphones. Oh, cool. Right? We could come with our character masks. Yes, with interchangeable heads. Yeah. Buddy, we need a 3D printer. Yeah, how much are they? Uh, too much. Oh. Like 400 bucks. Oh, and um... What we're doing in October. Yes, um, we're not we're not buying printers in October. No. No. Maybe after. Anyway, the dolls are major majority of which are female, were inspired by and named after friends and other famous women throughout history. Huh. Uh, before crafting one, they pondered the doll's persona, even down to the hair type, eye color, and sense of style. Whoa. The doll's faces were made of red wood taken from electrical power poles knocked down in car accidents. Uh, the abdomen was made of sugar pine, while the other trimmings, such as wigs and garments, were salvaged from dumps. Ooh. To top it all off, the dolls could interact with stunned customers via built-in speakers. Scary. Yeah, just, you know, creative people. Yeah. Uh, Calvin died in 1972, and before his death, he requested that his creation be burned down, but that did not happen. Possum Trot was dismantled after Ruby's death in 1980, and most of their art forms were sold. Michael Hall, an art collector, amassed the largest surviving collection of the dolls and other materials, and he donated his collection to the Milwaukee Art Museum in 1989, where Miss Ripple, Helen Marvel, Little Red Riding Hood, and other dolls are still on display. Ooh, who's Miss Ripple? <clears throat> Dude, these are all character names for these dolls. Miss Ripple. That's what they uh, named them all. Uh, number two, pray with ghosts. 
Oh, the Czech no. Republic. No. Yeah, Lakova's St. George Church has had its share of mishaps over the years. Accidents have forced it to be rebuilt several times since it was first constructed in the 14th century. Uh, when a piece of the roof fell off during a funeral service in 1968, the locals had had enough. Believing it was cursed, the church was abandoned and left to rot. In 2014, a caretaker took pity on the deteriorating structure and reached out to a local artist for help to bring it back to life. After some considerations, they realized that the only way to ensure St. George's bright future was to exploit its haunted past. Ghosts. Because if you have ghosts... You have everything. Words, son. (laughs) To create these ghostly creatures, the artist used plaster models of real people draped them in shawls, and placed them in pews and other areas throughout the cathedral. The 30 or so ghosts are said to represent the spirits of the sedation Germans who resided in the area before being expelled following World War II. Naturally, news of ghosts praying silently in a haunted church spread like wildfire, attracting visitors eager to capture a photograph with the real one in action. And with visitors came the funds needed to nurse St. George back to life. Likewise, the locals appear to have re-embraced the church, and they eagerly join the, jo- the ghosts in prayer every Sunday. As the old saying goes, prayers do not get answered. Prayers do get answered in the end. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Squeaky wheel. WD-40. <clears throat> Number one. This is the last one on our list here. Walk into a personal diary. Finland. The Paracala Sculpture Garden in Finland appears to be your typical sculpture collection in a family backyard. Except that this backyard is home to nearly 500 concrete sculptures, the majority of which are life-sized, the work of one person. Yeah. This collection was not intended for curious visitors to gawk at. Rather, it's a personal diary depicting the artist's hopes, hobbies, and fears, all cast in stone. Human sculptures are the most common subject matter, although other subjects are also featured. Particularly striking is a cluster of over 200 statues, supposedly self-portraits in various yoga poses. However, it's their sinister stares that capture the attention instead of the fact that they are supposed to be from a memory of his young body. They range from the blank, from blank to aggressive to blatant diabolic grins. Oh no! <laughs> it's so scary. Is Real a- human teeth can be seen in some of the statue's smirks. What were you going to say? Is that even uh, physically possible? Uh, stone or cement or whatever uh, changing, like moving? No, it doesn't move. That's just what he like created. Each one has like creepy faces. Ew, human teeth <clears throat> too. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, dude. Um, others have speakers hidden in them that make a walk through this backyard an unsettling experience. Yeah. It's not like they're talking. Um, a bit of a recluse, uh, Viejo Ronconen was the man behind it all. And before his untimely death in 2010, he occasionally let guests into his garden only to communicate with them via notes. Uh, Ronconen refused to exhibit his work despite numbers of requests insisting... Uh, Instead, preferring it to bury it and leave it alone in silence. Uh, today, however, as many as 30,000 people visit his backyard annually, and the human teeth were actually donated. So, he took his teeth out and... He took people's teeth out and then put them in there? Yeah, that's the thing. It never says where the teeth came from. It just says that he used human teeth on some of the statues. <laughs> he mugged the tooth fairy? Maybe, dude. People are creepy and weird. Yeah. All right, so what are your, uh, like, what are your thoughts, man? I don't know. That's just really scary. It's just weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This world this world can get kind of creepy sometimes. Yeah. So who are your um, top, like, scary dolls? Ooh. I don't know. I don't hang out with dolls. Um, <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Dolls? You have not seen the movie Dolls. It's a horror movie. Can I watch it? Maybe. I'll see if I can find it. Swag. No swag. Swag is bossing, boy. And with that, we're done with the show. Welcome to the last episode. You're fired. Dad. All right, you can come back. But for minimal pay. Okay. You pay cut. You already weren't making anything. All right, here's my my top creepy dolls, okay? Yeah. You got Chucky. Oh, yeah. Obviously, right? Yeah. You've got uh, Slappy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. From, from Goosebumps. I think uh, 
there's like eight different versions of him. I think the scariest one is the one on the first cover. Oh yeah, absolutely. What the about original? uh the main dummy from Dead Silence? Ooh. Uh huh. Um. Who else? <laughs> How about? I'm not sure. What about the evil clown from Poltergeist? Ooh, that was scary. That was scary. Uh, who's another scary uh, like um puppet? How about Blade from Puppet Master? Ooh, can I watch that one? Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's about creepy dolls. Oh, uh, what about uh the the guy from Saw? Jigsaw. Oh, there you go, Jigsaw. Sir. Uh huh. Uh, do we know any more? I had a bunch in my head before I brought this topic up, and I just lost every single thing I was thinking. You said Chucky, right? Yeah, I said Chucky. I remember uh the first movie or sort of the first movie. Um. Mom skipped like every single part of it. Yeah, she only let me watch like five seconds of it. You know who else was a creepy puppet? What the dude from Mac and Me? <laughs> that guy was scary. Pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the I think the coolest puppets are the Muppets. Oh yeah! Oh, obviously the yeah. Muppets are awesome. The Muppets kill it, man. Yeah. yeah, who would win in a fight? <laughs> Gonzo? <laughs> or... Hmm. Fozzie with his terrible jokes. Oh, Gonzo or Annabelle? Gonzo, because he'd, he'd get his... First of all, he's a Muppet and he can't die. Second of all, he'll get his cannon and point it at her. And he's going to be all, Hasta la vista, baby. And then he's going to launch it and then kick her face. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's going to launch his chicken. <laughs> Book off. <laughs> Shove the chicken down her throat. Uh, finger licking good. So, anyway. Um, is there anything else, anything else you want to talk about? Abandoned uh, puppets and dolls and statues? Or is it just one and done? One and done. All right, man. So, let's... Uh, I guess what? Hit the trivia theme? We'll go to our trivia question? Yes, sir. You got it, buddy. So for those of us that have been listening to the show every week, we do a weekly trivia segment where Paul is going to ask us a trivia question. Sir, I am. And if you know the answer to the trivia question, you can write to us at justokpod at gmail.com. So, Paul, take it away, buddy. What was last week's trivia question? Last week's trivia question was who dressed, who directed Frankenstein and Bride Frankenstein starring Boris Karloff? The answer was James Whale. Mm-hmm. What do you have for me this week, buddy? Uh, in Child's Play, what is Chucky's real name? Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. I know the answer to that one. I'm pretty sure I know it. Yeah? All right, so go ahead and uh, figure that one out. Send us the uh, answer to claim your weekly no prize. So? Stop that. Okay. Okay? So, um, after that, I still don't have a theme for you yet, so um, we got to figure that out. But... Yeah. You like to lighten the mood by telling everyone a joke. Yes, sir. What is your joke of the week, sir? Let's see. <laughs> what do you call a monkey when you take its bananas? A furious George. Nice, buddy. <laughs> furious George. Imagine that. Just curious George just raging. What else do you think makes him furious? Choking people with his aim. Um, let's see. When the man in the hat, um, That's all you have to say, because I think the man in the yellow hat makes me furious. <laughs> Same. 
He's so judgy to that poor little monkey. <laughs> he cares what people think. He's you think, just a- you think one day George would like rip his face off? <laughs> That'd be awesome. If there's a movie where that happens, I'd love to see it. He's gonna turn the man in the yellow hat into a human centipede. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna turn him inside out. <laughs> gonna rip his heart out do you think that curious george would be the leader in planet of the apes or do you think (laughs) do you think that they slap him down for being for asking too many questions that'd be awesome know your place chimp (laughs) oh my god that's so funny all right buddy well i think that's all we have this week and this is actually a long episode man we've almost made it a full hour Whoa. Yeah, back in the day, I used to have to play songs to fill in time. Mm. Yeah, it's so fun talking to you. Same. Same. I love you. Love you, too. All right, buddy. So, um, anybody that listens to us, um, where, are we, where are we at? SoundCloud? Yeah. yeah. SoundCloud.com? Yes, slash? Sir. Oh, yes. Uh, slash this podcast is just okay. There you go. And we're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash? This podcast is just okay. Okay, we're on Instagram at... This podcast is just okay. And I have a horror movie page called This This. Movie Page is Just Okay. Because everything is just okay, right? Mm -hmm. Mediocrity at its finest is our tagline. Because if I tell you that it's no good, you can't tell me it's no good. Because I beat you to it. (laughs) Right? Yeah. All right. Uh, JustOkayPod at gmail.com. And go over to the merch page at CafePress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise. We are also... Available on Audible. Nice. Audible, Amazon Music, iTunes, Apple Music, and Spotify. Not Spotify. 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 We'll get there someday. We'll get back on Stitcher, too. All right, man. Well, that's it. So um, we're going to sign off. Have yourselves a week, and we will catch you guys next time.